No, fuck off. Oh. Oh my god. Are you going to come and sit nicely, or are you going to just sit there and scratch the door and be a pain in the motherfucking ass? You're going to climb the wall. Okay. Wait, no, don't. <sighs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph. They have a minute and a half of audio of me just telling the cat to fuck off. <laughs> and then him, like, climbing up a wall. And oh, then... great. I know what... Deciding it was time to chase me down the hallway. Oh, for fuck's sake. Welcome back to another disaster-filled episode of the Great Mates Podcast. If you cannot hear it already, there is a cat clawing at my door who will probably not stop for the entire length of this episode. For Bin, it's take a drink when you hear his parents. With me, it's take a drink when you hear the cat. That giggling you can inevitably, inevitably hear in the background is Josh. Hello. And I am Nick, as always. You're the only one with a cat. Hey, Anastasia has cats. Anastasia has a cat, except her cats don't try and Her um, cats do aren't demons sent from hell to cause... I mean, all cats are demons. Some this are one more. just has severe separation anxiety <laughs> and wants to destroy... Is that what COVID has done to your cat? Given no, it even more no, getting thrown out of a anxiety. car when he was a year old did that to him. Ah, uh, I see. I love him, but I, see. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> I have, uh, look, like, I think my, well, I don't have pets. Um, I used to have pets. Um, my sibling want, has wanted a doll for the longest time, so, um, I don't know when that will ever happen, but, um... I've found some dogs to be good dogs. Some dogs are truly like little shits. Um, like I have a friend who's got three dogs and they're all like, I can't remember what breed they are, but they're all like, they're all the same breed, but they're all little shits. Um, every time I go and visit them, um, these dogs will just be at the door just screaming and just, Jesus fucking Christ, calm down. I've been here, what, five times in the past year. <sighs> oh, pets. Yeah, my my little dog, he... We got him when he was quite small, so he's still a needy little bastard. But, <laughs> like, he knows to not carry on too much. I think that's uh-huh. the thing with a lot of pet owners. It's like, with a little dog, you let them carry on because they don't do anything. Like, they mm-hmm. might jump on your leg or anything, but then mm-hmm. when... Like, my grandparents' dogs, one set has a German Shepherd, the other set oh. has two Staffies. Like, Big when they fuckers. jump... Yeah, when they... Well, the Staffies are as round as a fucking sausage. Yeah. Oh, well. They are some chunky boys. Chunky well, chunky boys. boy and girl. Uh-huh. But... Yeah, when those things jump on you, you feel it. 
Oh, so, you'll know. Yeah. So with, oh, God. so with the German Shepherd, she is very uh-huh. well trained and she only ever jumps on me and dad because we kind of let her. <laughs> okay. But she's a, but she's a giant softie and even with my cousins, she will not mm-hmm. hurt my cousins at all because she knows mm-hmm. just not to. Yeah. But with me, she's like, I can jump on you all you want, all I want, and I can lie on you, and I can sit on you like I'm a puppy, even though I'm a fully grown German Shepherd. But, so yeah, I I mean, like they say with all dogs, like, it Mm -hmm. takes a good, like, it takes a well-trained dog to make a good dog, but people are more likely to just be like, nah, small dog, you don't need to uh, teach them as much, when you still do. Yeah, you still need to. Um, I'm sure my friend's dogs are well-trained. It's just, um, I think it's just whenever they meet someone, quote-unquote, new, um, who hasn't been to their house in in some length of time, they just go, they just go crazy, and then they try and bite me. Um, <laughs> just like, calm down, I've already been here so many times this year, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you should know me by now. Uh, anyway, how have you been so far? Well, uh, seeing as you went on last week, Nick. Yeah, well, I've had a cold for the last week, so... Ooh. I don't know if anyone else can hear this, but literally mm-hmm. the cat is just jumping on my door, then running up the hallway, then turning, <laughs> running back down the hallway, jumping on the door, running back up the hallway. Uh, are we sure your cat is not a dog? <laughs> No, he is definitely a cat, but mm-hmm. he's as needy as a dog. Like, 50% of the time, he will just be, like, sitting there doing his own cat thing like a cat usually does. Mm-hmm. The other time, he's just all up in your shit. Yes. Which, I mean, cats also do, but... Mm-hmm. But your cat in particular. <laughs> yeah, he's a... Like I said before, he was thrown out a moving car, so some brain mm-hmm. damage is to be expected. Mm-hmm. But no, I I have been fine. I have mm. cold, getting over it. Um, had Thursday off placement, went back placement today, so that says something. That's good. And then, That's good. And then what else? Um, nah, yeah, pretty much same old, same old. There's mm-hmm. now a cat breaking into my room, which, like I said, oh. does not have a latch on it because yep. my usual bedroom has a dead rat in the ceiling. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Actually, um, I I already I already told this story in Messenger, but seeing we're talking about dead things, I have to tell because it's a fucking great story today that I got Here relayed go. by my classroom teacher. So, uh-huh. classroom teacher comes back into the classroom after lunch. She was on duty. She yes. goes, "You never, you'll never have to get, you'll never guess what I just had to do." A kid picked up a bird, <laughs> thinking it was a toy. Turned out, no, it was an, it was a lorikeet, and it was very much alive. The bird oh bit God. him. The kid pegged it at the ground, killing the poor bird. And the teacher then had to bury the dead bird. <laughs> I mean, clearly, the, clearly oh the bird was God. not in a good place to begin with. If a no. ten-year-old kid could catch said bird, but yeah. also. <laughs> The kid banged it. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, if something bites you, you're going to, like, let go of it. And this kid just let it go with a bit too much ferocity. A little bit too much force behind that. <laughs> my God. Don't look at me like that. You've busted in. If you sit down and be good, you can stay there. 
He's talking to the dog. Uh, talking to the dog. Talking to the cat. <laughs> oh, there should be one episode where it's you talking to your cat. Um. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm just waiting for him to try to eat the microphone cable. Oh God. I, I'm I'm actually surprised he hasn't attempted it already, like previously before today. Well, my my microphone, uh, like my headset microphone, has teeth marks in it because he's chewed that, mm-hmm. and um, every piece of timber that is not in my bedroom, he's chewed. For some reason, he Ooh. does not chew anything that belongs to me. Oh, he except knows. well, anything timber that belongs to me. Everything uh-huh. else is free for fair game, huh? Yeah, fair game. Loves to see what he can get his claws and teeth into. <laughs> but yes. Had cold, not coronavirus. That's good. Which is good. Yeah, a, a friend was like, Oh, you're gonna get you know, you should get tested, make sure I was like, nah, I need two days and I'll be fine. I know I know what I'm like when I get a cold and this is just mm-hmm. a cold. If it was mm-hmm. anything more, I would know. Yeah. And then two yeah. days later, which was today, mm-hmm. you know, I was at like ninety Seven percent. Yep. So, two days, spot on. Hmm. Instead, she's like, oh, I've been sick for three months. And I'm like, you might want to, like, I don't know, maybe go see a doctor at least. Try to... Try and get a blood test organised. Yeah, go get some type of test organised. Organised? I'm not saying that you've got... I'm not saying you've got the coronaviruses or the other big C I'm just just like I don't know it could be you're deficient in iron maybe it could be I don't know but yeah don't don't come talking to me about you should be getting tested when you when you've been sick for three months and can't sort it out (laughs) oh lord so what else have we got this week anything interesting been happening well I mean we did have a birthday Yes, and we already kind of covered, well, we kind of covered the preamble, pre-amble to the birthday. Um, any no, post-amble? Actually, any, any post? Uh, not, not really. I mean, like, if for people that follow my Instagram, you would have seen my very fun adventures <laughs> with um, catching up with um, some of my friends. Um on, was it the 28th of the day after, um, with alcohol and what, what didn't get shown is we went to the casino afterwards. Oh. Um, it's a very interesting time to be, you know, like the, the procedure to go in to the casino, I mean, it's like obviously check in and whatnot. And they have like a COVID, whole COVID safe plan thing. So they have to know what the capacity is like and whatnot. But yeah, it, it's just, I don't know. What I've found is, and I think this is similar for, uh, for like the other capital cities across Australia, like, what time did we head to the casino? I think we went to the casino at like half past eight, but it feels like you've been out for a lot longer. So we all thought it was like, oh shit, it's only half past eight. We all thought it was like 10 o'clock already. Like, that's how dead, um, the nightlife is, sort of. Welcome to going out in Sydney. Yeah, I figured that as much. Oh, I mean, like, of course, the streets are going to be thinner, and Mm-mm-mm. but it's just like the vibe is very much like dead, as it were. It's a lot quieter. Um, there's a lot less people roaming around, which is a good thing. Um, but yeah, after that, 
casino. Um, then yeah, we just hung out for a while, just just talking about you know other fun stuff that um we need to do. Like, oh, one of my friends wasn't able to make it, which is which kind of sucked. Um, but yeah, I mean, better safe than sorry. I think they they had a sore throat going on, so I was like, yeah, probably don't come. Um, so that was yeah, that was birthday, and then. Yesterday, caught up with another sort of like this is like a strange like mini reunion of my um the student club from QUT that I used to be in. Um, yeah, it's this it's this circle of friends, and I forget how chaotic um the the dynamic is. Um, <laughs> oh, but it was so fun. Um, we i think i think wh- what i've found is that my friends and are really keen for malatang so for people who don't know malatang is this it's it's from like sichuan like the sichuanese cuisine um so it's got the the numbing spicy you know um i would some would say sadistic kind of spiciness like the um for anyone who's tried it, the, the two times nuclear um, shin ramyun, so that sort of thing. Um, I think what we're, I think what my friends have decided is that we're God. I can't believe they actually brought this up. Um, they want to do mala every week, <laughs> which which people who who have tried mala and who know what mala is like, it's probably not the best idea because mala is um not not your digestive system's best friend um uh just just because like the food like the the ingredients that are available to you and the chili um which makes for a great um you know cleanse as it were if you are into that sort of stuff um but yes that might be a weekly thing that we will be doing so i'll be very interested to see how my body copes with that (laughs) um yeah it's been it's been a fun like slightly exhausting um like past few days uh so now back into uni and having to write this damn lit review um i actually have to actually have to ask my supervisor whether or not i can sort of reuse a lot of the same material like literally control c control v um from my project outline which I think should be doable, but because Turnitin is a bitch, um, we'll just have to figure that one out ourselves. But yeah. Huh. Um, speaking of food, and I'm fairly sure I we've kind of danced around this. Um, people who will have listened from the past few episodes, I dropped a recommendation in for um, Uncle Roger, aka Nigel Ung, who is now so close to a million subscribers on youtube which is a damn fine job um he uploaded nigel uploaded a uh another uncle roger video commenting on uh who was it this weekend um jamie oliver's attempt at fried rice and oh oh dear lord um nick i know you put in our group chat you wanted to record your mum cooking egg fried rice and send it to um <laughs> oh i don't it, think she does i don't think she does anything wrong i just mm-hmm. i think it would be funny for the lols yeah i mean you know why not mm-hmm. um 
the the one that Jamie Oliver did. Um, what, what did he do? He used he used um olive oil. He put chili jam in it. Um, it was so strange, and I don't know if it ranks worse than the BBC attempt. Although in fairness, the BBC one did. The BBC food video did have the rice being washed after it was cooked. Um, what? Yeah, did you not see the original BBC? No, I did. Okay, I'll I'll drop it in. Oh, the 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 original one. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're talking about Jamie Oliver? I was like, fucking no, no, Jamie no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, but but Jamie no, that, Oliver that did use. That first one was a cluster. That first one was a cluster. <laughs> I was like, oh, the one, the first one, I was that, just like, and, oh my god. Oh, I'm, no. I'm surprised I don't cook the rice in a colander, and then strain <laughs> it into a different colander, and then put a, another colander over an open flame to fry it. <laughs> but, but why? Oh my god. Um, yeah. The first one was a wild ride. Um, this second, this Jamie Oliver one wasn't as much of a wild ride, it's just more disappointment it, it's more hipster yeah. um although although i will say there are words to be had over jamie's choice of using pre um the microwave rice no you use fucking microwave rice that stuff yeah never he did good. yeah no that stuff's never never, never. Mm, I, I we mm-hmm. we will sometimes like take extra rice freeze it and then like reheat it in the microwave later on Okay. And that's, I mean, it's not as that's good as still, fresh rice. That's still, yeah, that's still respectable because you cooked it yourself. Yeah. And you and put most it in of the, the time freezer. Cooked, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, most of the time it's just because we can't be fucked to actually make rice. <laughs> or also because, like, I like brown rice. My stepdad mm. likes, wh- likes white rice. Mum mm-hmm. likes no rice. <laughs> Except she'll eat brown rice because it has less carbs than white rice. And... <laughs> so a lot of the time it's because we uh, have to have two different types of rice. So it's like, I see. cook up a big load of one, freeze mm-hmm. half of it, and then the next mm-hmm. week or next meal. Use it for something, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, yeah, so you, like white, right? White, mm-hmm. brown, white, brown. Mm-hmm. So. So well, do, you, yeah. do you do the pot method? Um. Partially pot, but most of the time, if we can, we use the pressure cooker. Oh. Which I presume, instead of being more of a pressure cooker, it just is a rice cooker. I'm <laughs> presuming it does more. Okay. It's like, it's an, it's an electronic. Oh, um, okay, okay. So, it's got cooker, a... R- not like... Yeah, so it's not the one you put over the stove or anything. No, so it has its own, like, um, release switches and valves and stuff, so... <laughs> I presume, yeah, it more just turns itself into a rice cooker with maybe a bit of extra pressure to help it steam up. Yeah, I mean, uh, that would make... Yeah, 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 that that makes more sense then. I was like, oh, I remember... Oh, when was this? I think high school, Homek, when um, they taught us how to do the pot method. Um, as an Asian person, the pot method was never really taught to me because we always had rice cookers. <laughs> um, so, so doing that for the first time, I was like, what what how how does this work um it's just a very interesting way of doing it i guess and obviously if you don't have a rice cooker at home um 
But still, rice cookers are very versatile things. Okay. I, you reminded me of something I wrote for one of my assignments. So luckily, my computer is nearby and I pulled it up to read it. Because mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting to get your feedback on an assignment that is partially written about you. Oh. Oh, okay. This is a, this is a recent assignment. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. This is one that hasn't even been submitted yet. It's due in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm trying, I'm, hopefully I get a lot of work done tomorrow, but we'll see what time I wake up tomorrow. Okay. So the question is identify a key event that occurred in your identify a key event that has occurred in your own previous experience that you consider to be significant in shaping your attitudes, values be- and beliefs towards people of different cultures. Oh, or, oh, also this consider is the, the environment you, Yes, it's the diversity assignment. Yes. Also yes, consider yes, that the environment you grew up in including your family and community, how this event how has this event helped to create your own worldview and how has it helped you develop attitudes towards cultural difference? Now, as my mum says, this course is not written, like, this topic is not written for me. It's written mm-hmm. for my stepdad because <laughs> I don't I don't give a fuck about cultural, or, I mean, I recognise cultural difference, but generally, mm-hmm. like, I don't give a fuck. Like, be mm-hmm. culturally different. Okay. Mm-hmm. But... So I was trying to figure out what the fuck to write about. I was like, I could write it about the small community I wrote in, uh, I lived in for a while that w- that had a high um, indigenous population, but like I didn't feel there was one event that kind of stood out. So I chose this podcast. Oh God! Because I mean, like Bin brings some interesting uh, Nepalese background, ideas. South Asian background, yeah, yeah, and then you have your. I mean, subtle Asian traits brings a lot into it as well. <laughs> but Not wrong. So, this this was written between, like, after the first Uncle Roger video. Uh-huh. So, the paragraph I'm just going to, to read, there's a lot of stuff in there about, like, whatever. But, so, the paragraph okay. I'm going to read, and this was, this is written partially... In a joking manner, this paragraph, mm-hmm. which goes, mm-hmm. Asian people take a lot of pride in their food and get very upset when, for example, rice is boiled. To all my friends, rice had only ever been cooked in a rice cooker. Um, yeah, you're not wrong. As, as, yep. Uh, one of my friends remarked that I had made a white person stir fry by mixing and adding teriyaki and sweet chili sauces together <laughs> in an effort to thin out and add some spice to my dinner. <laughs> I was said friend. <laughs> yes, you were said friend. <laughs> to be honest. fair, that dinner was a fucking cluster and I was just trying to get food. I mean, yeah, do what you need to do. But, but also, teriyaki... And sweet chili sauce. <laughs> I mean, oh, I really- so white. <laughs> <laughs> what would have you done in that situation then, huh? <laughs> Just chopped chilies and. Uh, to be fair, I always forget we have a whole heap of um, bird's eye chilies in the freezer. Ah. Uh, see, at this point, it would be a good idea to, use, I guess, make some kind of chili paste with those frozen. See. Yeah, probably, actually. Yeah, Just... put that garlic, salt, or... F- yeah, and then blend it all up, or... Yeah. And then you could fry it so that you take a bit of the edge off the chilli and the raw garlic. Um... Actually, I feel like I also need to put something in 
in this about um, the expensive Van Me situation we had <laughs> oh last <my> year. <laughs> See, us the- arguing about the fact that you pay seven dollars for Van Me. <laughs> to be fair, that place is closed now. Oh, because of COVID? No, or just they've been closed for a while now. Oh. <laughs> That was just in a terrible location for one. Oh, I see. But to be fair, like I because like I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck about a lot of this stuff. So I was kind of like making myself more racist to then not to then like justify <laughs> me then- not being racist. Yes, 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 yes. So there's yes. stuff like so there's stuff in there about like uh the the fact that you know we have a lawyer and aspiring filmmaker mm-hmm. uh, breaks the idea that all Asian students sti- uh, strive to work in STEM. Yeah, just leave me like coming up with bullshit. Yeah, oh, we- I did. I put. I did put. Although, if you include the new addition of adding arts to make STEM, I suppose film kind of fits that moniker. Yeah. Um. But what else is there? <laughs> what else did I fucking put in this stupid assignment? Oh my god. It's just, like, it's such a... I understand, like, it's because I'm 25 and I haven't really lived and whatever, but also, like, I don't know. It's a stupid fucking assignment. Mm-hmm. Well, same as, like, the next the next question is, considering your current cultural identity and biases, list three actions you will take to develop your cultural competence. Uh-huh. To do this, consider what knowledge, attitudes, and skills you need to develop. Now, to be fair, the first one is okay, which was, like... Not presuming that everyone has English as a first language. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no, sorry, that's not what I said. I said I will talk to people who do not have English as a first language to better understand the complexities of learning English and how to better support ASL students as well as students who have additional, uh, who require additional support in language development. Mm-hmm. Now that's a good one. Ties it back to the course, and then the second one is, um, oh, this this is one that was just a complete lie about like. <laughs> Becoming more accepting of head coverings. I was like, I don't give a fuck what you wear over your head. Mm-hmm. You, you do you. And then, like, the second one, I will not assume someone's gender identity or sexuality. <laughs> now, that's a complete fucking lie, because I already don't. Yeah. Vocally supporting this diverse environment can make individuals feel welcome to question Did you themselves. Vaguely? What? Was that... Did- was there the word vaguely in there? Vocally support. Oh, vocally. I was like, vaguely. Yeah, vocally, I was like, vocally oh, supporting Jesus. this diverse environment can make individuals feel welcome to question themselves and cis and heteronormative practices the wider the wider society <laughs> have placed on the world. That that was yeah. written after our queer perspectives um, mm-hmm. episode. No, like after the class that was on queer queer perspectives. Uh, Okay. So, like, you can yep, really yep, tell, yep. like, what happened the week before, <laughs> depending this on is stuff. A big mood. Yeah. Oh, same as just like funny. me ripping into, um, uh, stolen generations policies, mm-hmm. and there's an entire question that involved the uh, Media Diversity Australia mm-hmm. um, paper we looked at. What else we got in here? This this is just a all the Aboriginal questions I haven't done yet. Um, oh, there we go. There's one. Give an example of legislation in Australia that considers such issues to do with like discrimination. For example, the Disability Discrimination Act. I used the Sex Discrimination Amendment, Sexual Orientation, Gender Identity, and Intersex Status Bill Act of 2013. No, it's not even really legislation. 
But I was like, mm-hmm. no, fuck it. I'm going to put something in about um, gender diverse people. Yeah. I'll, also, the uh, following one talks about a uh, a immigrant Pakistani family. Mm-hmm. And it goes on about, like, presuming that they don't speak English. And I'm like, English is an official language of Pakistan. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure they, they would speak English. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to assume they speak English, but, like, I'm pretty sure they have decent English skills. Unless, of course, they're, like, immigrants from... Hey, even, even like, Iraqis have decent English. To be fair, most of the world has fucking decent English. Well, I'm not going to say that there's not immigrants that, like, have... That don't have English, but, like... Mm. I feel like a lot of the time now, like... Especially compared to, like, 10, 20 years ago, like, mm-hmm. people are going to have some decent English. So, it's, like... I. I've whinged to you before about how fucking terrible not only this topic is, but this course as a whole. Yes. I could I could bring out my... Today I was getting the classroom teacher to sign off some competencies, and some of them I actually, like we were discussing, I was learning some stuff about like how to properly work in the classroom, but there's also stuff like uh, users, users' equipment to manufacturer's specifications. <laughs> That's a stupid fucking dot point. Oh. Yes, I don't make kids sit on the wheels of a office chair. I actually have the chair the right side up. That's just... Like, this course is so written for lowest common denominator, and I get it's a TAFE course, mm, and that's generally mm. what TAFE courses do, but... Oh, stupid fucking course. And it's not even necessary. That's That's the funny part as well. It's not even... Like, you don't need to have this certificate to do the job. Mm-hmm. Some places, I did look, there was a place um, that wanted it, but that's the first time I've actually seen it desired. But, oh boy. So yeah, I have fun relating this podcast into actual work. (laughs) I actually, I'm actually going to use, yeah, as I've mentioned previously, there's a very good chance I will be citing this podcast and probably the other podcasts um, as part of my literature review. So it'll be it'll be fun. Um, and again, I've I've told um, everyone on group chat like, if you want to flex, you can say that <laughs> this podcast has been cited. <laughs> do I do I actually name the podcast in that first question? I don't think I do. Would you want I to? No. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. No, I don't name it. There are no names mm. dropped in there. Which, to be fair, like, there's a lot about um, confidentiality through this course. Like, even mm-hmm. in, um, like, work workplace observations and that, teachers are like, you can't put names, but when we get into the classroom, we'll be able to tell which child you're talking about. <laughs> oof. Oof. Well, not just behaviour-wise, but also, like, how many kids are disruptive in a class of mm-hmm. 26 people that have mm-hmm. the initials, name any initial. Yeah, <laughs> Like, yeah. it's pretty easy to, with an initial and a basic behavioural layout, identify the child. Yeah. Which, I mean, you would probably also get in your... In my line of work. In, yeah, in, in your line of work, it's like, initial, diag- like, issue. Oh, look, yeah. that's like, that narrows down the frame of people you're talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, I don't know, it's fun. Yeah. If, I, I'd happily do this job for a while. It's just a shame mm. that it doesn't 
pay actually to be fair i found a job in melbourne that was paying 30 dollars an hour Ooh, that was like oh that's actually that's actually decent pay for this line of work Mm. Mm. but actually no that was a public school as well that wasn't even one of the one of the catholic schools that was the public school oh it was a state system because huh. I, I had a, I had someone ask me about it today. She was mm-hmm. like, should I actually, because she wants to do it. She lives in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because her, she's probably going to start in October and not finish until mid-year. And she was like, well, there, I'm not sure if, you know, it's worth paying it and then coming out at, at June, like, will people hire? And I was like, just go on to Seek and look if there's any jobs going in Melbourne. Yeah. And there's like six jobs going in Melbourne at the moment. I'm like, well, there you go. Schools are hiring all the time. There's even a school in Newcastle where they went to the TAFE and asked for something like 80 placements, and this TAFE were like, why do you need 80 people? Turns out they want Mm -hmm. to run this new program that has, like, really dedicated support, but they don't actually want to pay for this program, so they just want to get a whole heap of SLSO students to to be free labor, and TAFE were like, yeah, we're not going to support that. Yeah, no, no. And uh, we are no longer going to support placements at your school. So if a student comes to us, we will ask them to seek other placement. Good work fucking yourself there, guys. Oh, boy. What were we on about before? Food. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we segue to. <laughs> oh, 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 dear. Actually, I'm curious to see if there are any... Um, Australian chefs that have tried to pull the fried rice, like white Australian chefs, um, that have tried uh, to pull that. Because for shits and gigs, I want to see. Oh no, that's not a thing, is it? That can't be a thing. Unique, right? Oh, oh god. Hold on, hold on. What is this? Coles, what have you done? Oh, uh, yeah, C- Curtis Stone? <laughs> um, no, this is not Curtis Stone. This is... Uh, can I... Cur- uh, can, do you remember the whole thing about Curtis Stone's mints? Oh, yeah, the weird, like, Thai-flavoured mints. And it was and- just, like... It, there was three different types, and they were just all, like, the same with with an extra flavour added. Yes, I remember that. <gasps> Wait, I found it. Oh, my God. Ha-ha! <laughs> Curtis Stone, I want you to get rinsed by Uncle Roger. Um, because, okay, here we go. Um, so it's stir-fried rice with steak and vegetables. So he uses a steak. Uh, the ingredients are steak, olive oil, brown onion, ginger, garlic, carrots, capsicum, broccoli florets, kale leaves, snow peas, um, brown rice, oyster sauce, soy sauce, Sesame oil, eggs, and then chili sauce. Uh, oh, Curtis! Oh, Curtis! I'm gonna, I'm gonna send this to. Let me send this to Roger after we. The, the send this fact to Nigel he after we record. Cooking it in a roasting dish. <laughs> like at least get a wok for one. No! Oh my god! He because he used the bloody oh Jesus Almighty. Oh, Nigel, you're going to have a fucking get field a walk. day. Get a walk, dickhead. You're a fucking chef. Uh, get a walk. Oh, Curtis. I, I'm, the rice I'm, looks so stodgy. Oh, that's because it's brown rice and he probably cooked it for, like, way too long. He probably boiled it for half an hour. Yeah, no, he over... <sighs> Lord almighty. The oyster sauce thing, I don't understand. 
Like, yeah, that, that, that I don't understand. Um, the steak thing is a bit extra. The kale leaves are a bit extra. Even the ginger is a bit extra. Although, to be fair, nah. everyone has their own version of fried rice. Put ginger in everything. Ginger in everything. I fucking love ginger. See, as a, see, as a Filipino, um, like, our base level fried rice is, um, like, day-old rice and garlic. That is literally the base level. Um, and, and like, for us, we're very content with that. Um... The, the olive oil thing also is a bit much. Ah, okay. I, I will send this to Nigel so that he can react as Uncle Roger. And side note, for people who have not gone and looked at Nigel Ung's content, it's very good. But also, he very fit. Um, oh, let's make that Josh. very clear. <laughs> hey, hey. He's the one that he's the one that is advertising himself that way. Um, and if you listen to the podcast that him and his co-hosts do, it's very much a running theme. Uh. But also, hey, we haven't had that much thirst this season, so you know, might as well reintroduce some of those things. <sighs> Lord, if you um, say so. <laughs> See, my my version of fried rice is just filling mm-hmm. it full of. Uh, I mean, you just make anything and then just full uh, fill it full of uh, of Maggie seasoning. Oh no! I, I go through like one of those bottles a fortnight. I use so much of that shit. I'm addicted. Oh, to the it. um, yeah, that's the that's the one like every Thai auntie uses. Because that that Maggie seasoning, um, Malaysia. Philippines doesn't use it. Singapore well, I know it's a big thing. It. I know it's a big thing in Indonesia because also a big thing in Holland, which is how I get it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I get it from the It Dutch would be a side. big Indo thing, yeah. Yeah. With just like undefinable flavors. I, I describe the flavor as umami. <laughs> That's just, that, that is the flavor. It is just that, umami that is flavor. MSG. Yeah. MSG. Like, like Ajinomoto Making is pasta, every- add half a bottle. Making fried rice, add half a bottle. Yeah, making, yeah, yeah. Making baked chicken, half a bottle. I mean, yeah, literally. Ajinomoto MSG is like every Asian person's best friend. Um, even though some of them still believe the the bullshit about MSG. Uh the racist bullshit. Mm. Even some Asians, like even my parents, um <laughs> will be like, Oh, does this restaurant not use MSG? I'm just like it's just umami. Oh, the fact go. that you feel the, uh, the fact that you have a the, migraine. The fourth mm-hmm. ingredient is sodium glutamate. Yes. So, literally, yeah. because you're eating too quickly, that's why you have that. It's like just just slow it down. But anyway, I am. Huh. Yeah, if it tastes nice, eat it. I mean, yeah. Do I was having pasta last night that I cooked the week prior. And I was just mm-hmm. like, this thing is so sweet. And then I remembered I added two fresh tomatoes to it, and that's all I can guess is what made it so sweet. <laughs> I was like, what else did I do that was different? Added yeah. two tomatoes. Yeah, that'll. But it was just so sweet. I was like, it tastes like I've just put sh- like half a bag of sugar in it. <laughs> it was like so sweet. I have no idea why. But hmm. that is interesting. I still can't get over the fact of, of that dead lorikeet. 
Just like every time, just like that dead parrot, that dead lorikeet. How I wish I'd seen it for myself, but it's just such a hilarious story. When I told mum, she's like, "Oh, I'm saving that one for the team meeting on Wednesday." <laughs> uh, I'll save that also for my Wednesday class. That's always like a class that doesn't start for forty-five minutes because we're just chatting. Oh yeah, but it's like decent chatting. It's like, how's placement going? Mm-hmm. Talking about the virus, talking about, and the teacher's like actually nice, and actually has decent input, and doesn't say that she previously worked uh, as the director of a Aboriginal preschool. Oh my god, a, I forgot about that. At <sighs> a um, LGBT hotline in the eighties. Um, what was her claim last week? Just every week she she has a preview. She has a new previous oh, job. This is this is that this is that one you put the photo of like something in the background, right? Oh is yeah, this, that photo is in the that background educator? last week. Yeah, oh the one that I commented is that white, literally white power in the background. It basically just looked like a whole heap of Aboriginal people buried under yeah, a, a, under yeah, a hill, under a house, under yeah. a house. It was it's just like no, 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 no. And this was a class where we were talking about the stolen generation. <sighs> and I sent it to my friend who, because she was late to that class, and I was like, "This is mm-hmm. what she's got on the wall." And she just found out that she has some indigenous heritage, so yeah, she is indigenous. And how did she describe it? Um, I'm just going through because she got this like. Um, Loot crate. So we're just like not even paying attention to the class. <laughs> um, I she said, um, okay, that looks kind of distasteful, and I was like, yeah, just um, a little bit. No, it's actually just, just a lot. little bit. <laughs> it's just like it's such a slog of a class, <laughs> and it usually only goes for like three hours mm-hmm. compared to the class, which is like five hours. Oh God, but. She's also the teacher's also like very insensitive, uh, like very um self self sensitive and like very. Mm-hmm. She's just like just asking questions and then just like no one will answer. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she just like she just doesn't quite get the and I I mean I get it. She's an older teacher. You don't get technology. Yeah, but also the fact like I remember from last term. On the Wednesday, the teacher that's actually clued in and still works in schools and all that, she was like, oh, I don't think we're going to be in the classroom for the start of term three. Like, and we were like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, everyone can kind of get that gist. And mm-hmm. then two days later on the Friday, the teacher's like, cool, so I'll see you at the start of term three. This is all the work I want you to do. We'll talk about it in class. We are all like, um... Then during the break, the TAFE called me and just wanted some feedback. And I was like, yeah, this is what they told me. They were like, yeah, um, she doesn't come to team meetings and um, we kind of only gave her to you because you seemed, because you needed a teacher. And I was like, yeah, please don't do that again. And then the teacher, they've just decided to use my class as a tester for everything. Like, we're the tester for two teachers, we're the tester for um, doing the course over 12 months, we're the... It's, uh, I mean, at least we don't have the Friday teacher for both days. That's, that's all I say. Like, at least we have Sarah on a Wednesday. But 
it's just interesting, like the tape know that she's so bad. Oh God! So, that I, I will be giving that in my um feedback. Yeah, in my feedback at the end of the year, being like, just fire her, hire Please. anybody else. <laughs> oh, oh hire that me. I'll, I'll I'll teach the course. <laughs> and then and then what you do is you get each one of us to present different topics. Well, oh. I mean, that's what they did when I was doing my science course. Yeah. Like, we had, we were three days a week for mm-hmm. a year, mm-hmm. and we would have, like, three different teachers in, in one day. It was, like, oh, instead yeah. of instead of doing it, like, at the moment how we do it and how many TAFE courses do it, is mm. you'll, you'll do, like, a topic at a time. So, yeah. at the moment, we're doing maths on a Wednesday, and on Fridays, we're doing diversity. And then, previously, we had literacy and... Uh, work health and safety in schools. and But for when I was doing my science, it was like we would do chromatography, then we would do um, instrumental analysis, then we would do forensics, and the next day we would have work health and safety and um, physical tests and sampling. And that was Mm. for... You know, a couple of weeks. So, at least you never got bored of anything as well. Because, like, I hated doing all the theory. And most of the time, they were just like, cool, let's get this theory over and done with. Cool, let's get in the lab and do something fun. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I I fixed a bro- I fixed a broken experiment myself because I actually knew how to use an equipment. And I one of my teachers was like, yeah, I have no idea how to use that. We just, like, give everyone the same thing. And luckily, you kids just know how to use it. And I was like, yeah, luckily, because it was just like, we can read and kind of get the gist and play around with the computers and figure it out. <laughs> so, that was a fun, like, it was a really fun course. And I wish this course was as, and I get it as well, because, like, there's a difference between doing education and doing science. Like, very, it's like, especially where it's very hands-on. But I, I'm like, I also share around all the time the pictures I have of forensics of some of the crime scenes my teacher for that made, where it's like mm-hmm. a CPR, a broken CPR dummy, just like laid out on a couch with needles around it and some unidentified pills and blood all around the place. Oh, and another one was um, someone at the bottom of a stairwell with blood all up the wall and glass, bo- glass beer bottles all around. He was like, mm-hmm. this is the highlight of my year. I just get to make fake crime scenes <laughs> with just, like, miscellaneous broken crap that we've got. And, oh, I also remember the time where we couldn't find the last bullet casing. He was like, I hope no one else finds it because oh. that's going to be that's gonna be an issue. Because, oh. yeah, it's like, so this is how you find bullets? Oh, we can't find the bullets and I forget where I put them all because it must have got <laughs> kicked somewhere. Or someone else has found it. Oh, my God. Let's just hope it got buried. As, as you said, life is a highway. <laughs> as said by the philosopher Lightning McQueen. <laughs> famed, famed philosopher Lightning McQueen. <laughs> <sighs> the philosopher of the, the f- early I mean, 2000s? <laughs> I mean, Tomater is definitely a philosopher. That is... Tomater is definitely the Jason of cars. Oh yes, yes. Tomater, Tomater is the is Jason, Jason Mendoza of, the cars, of cars. Yes. Yeah, there is no doubting that. <laughs> oh Lord, Lord. 
anything else you wanted to um, talk about, or we'll leave it for another day. Uh, no, I, I mean, if you've got anything, I feel like I'm uh, just rambling a bit. I, I don't have much, or I don't think there is anything else. Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of catching up on what I think is a whole bunch. Like, my sleep deficit has been all over the place, so I think it's just, I'm just fighting to, to stay awake at some <laughs> point. Like, um, oh, mate, like, Friday, um, I, and I, and I put this up in, yeah, group chat, I had a massive anxiety attack. <laughs> like, what time did I go to bed? I got to bed at, like, 12, and then two and a half hours in, I wake up, and, like, my heart is, like, racing really quickly, um, and I couldn't get back to sleep for, like, an hour, um... Yeah, and then and then like after that, I get get back up at like nine. I still feel like shit. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's always a f- sarcastically fun time to live with anxiety and have that affect you in the strangest ways. Like yeah, ugh, I hate anxiety attacks, but gotta live with it. Will never never really go away. I think, but also yeah. contextual. So if you know, you know. Um. Fun times. So, yeah, aside from that, I guess, just for everyone to stick, you know, if if you feel like you need to talk to someone, please do talk to someone, because oh, when is this When is this episode dropping? This episode is dropping the week of Are You Okay Day, I think. Oh, my favourite. Yes, I know. I have thoughts about that. Um, but, you know, not just on that day, but... Check in yes. on your friendos yeah, exactly. Exactly. every day. Um, well, even if not, yeah, I'm not saying you have oh, to well, do it every, every day, day, but like <laughs> once in once, track. once in a few days, like regularly, not not once in a blue moon sort of deal. Um, you know, if you if you spot them at least once in a new moon, you should yeah. you should probably be doing it more often, but once a week, like yeah, regular enough. Um, but you know, if you if you spot them like withdrawing and being a bit quiet, and not as active as they normally would be, probably build, build could, an environment where saying "what up" is not like actually is not has judgmental. Meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't dismiss it. Like, no, we love safe spaces. So, and and be open to talking about mental health struggles and you know the little victories that you might have because that normalizes stuff and. Um, there is guaranteed, um, I can, I can confirm that, um, Unpack This Brain will be having a, um, related episode around Are You Okay Day, but it will be centered around, yeah, conversation stuff, talking about mental health. So, fun times. Um, so yeah. Um, we're gonna do recommendations now. So, Nick, do you have multiple? Um, oh, I only came with one. Okay. But I feel like it could easily become a very big recommendation, which is, so YouTube recommends are always fun. And I I started to get stuff related to Survivor. So I was like, oh, I wonder if I can find Survivor for free on like a catch up. Turns out Channel 10 have all Survivor on their streaming service. They also have the Australian one. 
but uh-huh. more specifically the American one, because the last season I watched live quotation marks was season 20 and season 40 just finished. Oof. So there was a big gap there. Mm-hmm. So Channel 10 have it all on their stupid $10 a month streaming service, but they have oh. selected seasons for free on their free catch-up streaming service. Mm-hmm. So they also have 30 days free on their um, $10 one. So I'm going to watch all the free ones and then figure out what I want to watch, go back and just watch what I want for free on their streaming service. But it's, yeah, go watch Survivor because especially <laughs> some of the ones they have up, they're v- such a fucking clusterfuck. You have stuff like <sighs> season 26 is Cara, yeah, is Cara Moen, which is fan versus favorites, involves someone destroying the entire camp, pouring out all the rice and beans, um, and threatening to kill someone. Uh-huh. Um, it's known as probably one of the worst seasons, but I think it's really good because everyone goes fucking crazy. All the favorites go absolutely crazy. Well, the fans are just sitting there, like, being normal. <laughs> um, there's Kagion, which is known as one of the best seasons. Um, involves all the strong people getting voted out of the Brains tribe in the first couple weeks. Um, a girl pouring the rice into the fire, not getting voted out. Mm-hmm. Um, surviving about two or three more episodes. Um, and someone speaking llama to someone. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's known as one of the best seasons because it is very, yeah, it's, it's very good. And at the moment I'm watching, uh, Millennials versus Gen X, which involves Mari from Smosh. Uh Uh-huh. But also a guy who is I shared a photo I shared an image of him on in the group chat. Yes. And yeah. I, I'm rooting for him like all the fucking way. And I know what happens to him because like I generally know what happens because everything's online. But <laughs> it also turns out in, in a tribal council, he gets out of this trans and everyone's like, That's not cool, man. Don't out people. Ooh. So this guy thinks he's doing like he's been like, how can we trust you? You haven't told anyone they're trans, and then everyone else is like, <gasps> nah, dude, that's not cool. Like that's his, that's his secret, quote unquote, yeah, to tell his- people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What else, what else are the good seasons? Um, the latest season is Winners at War, so it's all the winner, so all the contestants are winners from previous seasons. Mm-hmm. So that that makes for interesting television, but no, it's just it's fun, it, especially like seeing people do things outside. Ooh la la, <laughs> going to tropical locations. Ooh la la, if only. Also, recommendations is not getting dead rats in this in your ceiling. Ah, <laughs> oh, lordy lordy, <laughs> and not picking lorikeets. Yeah, that too. Not picking up lorikeets. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more the recommendation. Yeah. Our socials are at Nick Solo L on Twitter and Instagram. Sweet. Hmm. What am I going to recommend today? It's a very, very good question because, um, I have been binging, um, quite a few things, but I have already mentioned them in the past. So give me one second while I try and find it. Oh, I had it before. Fuck. Oh, here it is. Okay. So there is a, um, so there's a YouTube channel called Half Baked. Um, it's this 
I assume uh, it's it's an Asian diaspora, yeah, Asian American um, YouTuber who has who is doing response videos to Uncle Roger videos that Nigel has uploaded. Um, so this this YouTuber is playing the part of Uncle Roger's ex-wife, Auntie Helen. <laughs> um, so she claps back and claps back hard. Um, so she's got two videos up at the moment, and I assume there'll be more. Um, and I will also assume that there will be some kind of collaboration in the future. Um, so go and find Half-Baked on YouTube, or you just type in Auntie Helen, Uncle Roger parody. Um, that's one. Um, am I going to do another one? I don't think I will. Um, I guess, I guess my other recommendation would be, um, try and get as much sleep as you can. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's going to be it. Um, my socials are Abankanoi on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to come find the podcast, we are Great Mates Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to follow us and subscribe. Leave us a rating and review. Um, also, go and sub to Let's Get Deeper, Spoilers for Days, the Intro Community Podcast, and Unpack the Brain. Those are other other spin-off shows, um, which you can find wherever you're listening to podcasts. And this is going to be it for today's episode. So we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.